What's going on, guys? Thanks for tuning in to another episode of the Basement Poetry Podcast. This is the podcast where we get to sit back, relax, and talk about poetry. What's going on, Basement Poetry fam? Um, this is a full disclaimer that I'm, I am about to put an ad right here, um, but I just wanted to let you guys know so you would have the option to fast forward if you would like to. Um, if you want to fast forward, it'll be about 30 seconds. So if you don't want to fast forward, it does support the podcast. So do what you want. But I'll start in about three, two, one. Let's go. All right, Basement Poetry fam, thanks for bearing with me. Um, we are going to jump right into some poetry today. I got a good poem that I want to read for you guys. Um, and, you know, I've just been doing a lot of reading recently but thank you guys for all the love and support on the last episode of this new season and um you know let's just keep it going but today i'm going to read a poem called when someone dies young by robin becker um and actually i found this poem this week as i was reading through an old textbook that i had from when i was in school uh, it's called writing poems the eighth edition by michelle Rousseau. i think that's how you say it uh, and then it's also by Hadara Bar Nadal and Robert Wallace. If I mess any of those names up, I, apo I apologize. It's one of the books that I read a lot while, you know, it was kind of like the poems Bible while I was at uh, Wilkes University doing my MFA program. And so I kind of just kind of I kind of keep it on me. Recently, I kind of picked it back up just to kind of, you know, refresh myself on the basics and the things that I know but I kind of want to you know really hone in on and so I was just kind of flipping through the book and I found this poem it was kind of in a section where they're talking about um, point of view in poetry and so I'm gonna read the poem and then I'll get into what I think about it and some of the things I learned from it on the back end all right When Someone Dies Young by Robin Becker When someone dies young, a glass of water lives in your grasp like a stream. The stem of a flower is a neck you could kiss. When someone dies young and you work steadily at the kitchen table in a house calmed by music and animal's breath, you falter at the future, preferring the reliable past. Films you see over and over to feel the inevitable turning to parable. Characters marching with each viewing to their doom. When someone dies young, you want to make love furiously and forgive yourself. When someone dies young, the great religions welcome you, a supplicant begging with your bowl. When someone dies young, the mystery of your own good luck finds a voice in the bird at the feeder. The strict moral lesson of that life's suffering takes your hand like a ghost and vows companionship when someone dies young. So that was When Someone Dies Young by Robin Becker and just a little biography of Robin Becker. Um, Robin Becker was born in Philadelphia, shout out Pennsylvania, and earned a BA and an MA 
at Boston University. She taught for many years at MIT before returning to PA in 1994. Um, and she is liberal arts research professor of English and women's studies at Penn State. Um, it is no understatement when I say that she has many, many books published. Most recent being um, 2018, The Black Bear Inside Me, uh, 2014, Tiger Heron, and 2006, Domain of Perfect Affection. She's a well, well-published uh, poet. It's, it's a privilege to be able to read her poem on the podcast. I mean, there's many reasons why I like this poem. Um, I can kind of go through my some of the lines I really love. Probably my favorite line in this poem is towards the end where she says, when someone dies young, the mystery of your own good luck finds a voice. Now, in the context of the poem, she says, when someone dies young, the mystery of your own good luck finds a voice in the bird at the feeder. But like my brain kind of honed in on the three lines where it's like the mystery of your own good luck finds a voice. And that line to me, well, those lines to me just have so much meaning. It's like it's like when the poet says something and you kind of get it. It was, like that was that moment where like this whole kind of world opened up in this poem. The main reason I'm even talking about this poem is because I want to talk about her use of point of view in this poem. And she's using, well, she's using what we consider second person point of view by saying things like you. Um, the whole poem is a repetitive thing where it's like when someone dies young, you think this or in your grasp or you falter or, you know, there's this... Um, thing where it's continuing to say you now a lot of times I feel like we think of point of view as something that's really only you really only have to worry about in like fiction and nonfiction. Um, but I think point of view is super important in poetry because it kind of tells doesn't tell the reader but it sets you up as the reader as like okay what what is this poem about what lens are we looking through and when you're writing a poem and it's in second person and you're saying things like you there's a couple ways you can take it um you can take it as the poet is speaking directly to the reader right um you can take it as the poet is referring to a specific person that he or she or they you know are addressing in the poem whether it be a significant other or something like that but it kind of just sets the reader up for like kind of where we're at. And in this poem, what I think the you is doing, it's really bringing us in. It kind of makes the poem more universal because um, I don't believe I don't believe the speaker is addressing an individual person. Now, they could be. But this is also a nice way of making a poem both individual and universal at the same time. When you say when someone dies young, a glass of water lives in your grasp like a stream. Um, first off, the subject is about someone dying young, right? So using you as a more universal way of addressing this is really, really smart because even if you haven't experienced somebody in your family or, you know, somebody that you're close with um, passing away at a young age, you can kind of get the 
you know you can see it on tv you can so you, you know those emotions that are there right and if that has happened to you then you really know the the emotions that are attached to that and so talking about somebody dying young in a poem and addressing it as you making it universal we all are kind of brought into this poem into this space and into this emotion um and it's as if she's speaking directly to all of our emotions even if the poem was about a specific incident that might have happened in their own life right um and so and that's kind of why when i got to the lines that said when someone dies young the mystery of your own good luck finds a voice man that just hit me so hard because you know that moment where some tragic event happens and you kind of you take a step back when you finally get a chance to take a step back and you're like how did I escape this thing and the only thing you can kind of you know if you're religious you say you're blessed if you're not you say maybe it was good luck but you know there is there's that space where you sit and you're like man how did this happen but why did it happen to you know the other person or the other people um and then to put it in those words like the mystery of your own good luck because good luck is a mystery like it's not something that's like actually real it's something that we attribute to something that we don't understand right um and it finds a voice like I can't even explain how beautiful that line is but that's just one of the many images that are so good in here i love the first image um a glass of water lives in your grasp like a stream uh, the stem of a flower is a neck you could kiss like it's almost like when some she's basically saying when somebody dies young you start to look at the world differently um and that is something that is something that i could agree with and, and another one of my favorite lines is when someone dies young, you want to make love furiously. The making love furiously, like that anger and that wanting to, you know, hold be with somebody else because, you know, that like loss of life can turn, can evoke all of these emotions um, of wanting somebody else, wanting to be close with other people. Um, there's anger, there's love. Um, and then even goes on to say, Joshi says, when someone dies young, you want to make love furiously and forgive yourself. I can't even explain like, and this is why I love poetry, because like I could not know what she's referring to right there. Right. And forgive yourself. But I know that I feel a connection to that idea of forgiving yourself. Like if you've been through those things, you can kind of you get it. And it's interesting, like when she says and forgive yourself, I think that there's this weird kind of not weird, but there's this odd redemptive factor there. You go through life and you're kind of, you know, you're kind of down on yourself. Right. And then, you know, a tragedy might happen and you kind of like, man, you got to kind of rethink your own life and the way you've thought about your own life. Um yeah it's just the way she turns all these all these emotions and and you know breathes life into what could have just been a moment for her or um the speaker in this poem but appeals to everybody uh, on in some way shape or form and you know i think those are always the best poems when it can be general yet very specific 
and universal and personal at the same time. Uh, but yeah, definitely think about point of view in poetry. Uh, when you're writing poetry, I think, you know, first person evokes a certain type of thing. I love first person too, because I like the idea that the poet is like an unreliable narrator. Like they're speaking about when you're speaking about your own experience, you know, I mean, you can skew your world however you want to. So there's a bit of reliability there because obviously you're telling the story. You live the story. But then there's also unreliability because it's based on how you remember the story. So you can use that to kind of your your advantage. You, you could be playful with that. You could be more serious with that. Um, and then third person, there's just I could have a whole podcast about third person, but um, we'll save that for another episode. But um, yeah, so, you know, put in your comments tell me what you guys think about you know point of view and poetry and how have you seen point of view used in poetry and you know really cool and innovative ways uh i'll put a question up in the notes basically what is a poem that you've read that uses point of view in an innovative way or in a smart way or good way or if you just like the poem and you want to share it by all means but yeah, thank you guys so much for listening to this podcast. And, um, you know, I'll be back in a week or two with another episode. All right. If you have any questions, remember to email them to basementpoetrypod at gmail.com. And if you want to suggest any poems that you want me to read on the podcast um, by other poets, or if you want to submit poems of your own that you want to be read, um, no, by all means, do so. But love you guys. Until next time. Peace.